0: You are listening to the Inside Citywide podcast, brought to you by the New York City Department of Citywide Administrative Services. Inside Citywide provides you with a behind-the-scenes look at some of the work we do to serve the people of New York City. Hello, welcome to Inside Citywide. I'm Nick Benson.
1: And I'm Belinda French. Thanks for joining us today.
0: This episode, we'll be delving into one of my favorite programs we have at DCAS, our Urban Fellows program. Urban Fellows is sort of like the Peace Corps or AmeriCorps, but for New York City government.
1: Urban Fellows is a highly selective nine-month fellowship that combines work in mayoral offices and city agencies with volunteer service opportunities and a seminar series that explores urban issues impacting public policy.
0: One of the great things about this program is that it's designed to introduce a diverse group of America's best college students and graduates to local government and public service. Fellows come from all over the country to work here in New York City.
1: The unique opportunity to work with current decision makers and assist in the implementation of public policy distinguishes the Urban Fellows Program as the premier training program in government.
0: Our two guests have a wealth of knowledge and experience about the Urban Fellows Program, the difference it makes, and how to become a fellow.
1: Our first guest is Eva Zepka, the Program Director at DCAS, who oversees the Urban Fellows Program. Thanks for being here, Eva.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: We're also joined by Mabuba Hossein, a recent graduate of the Urban Fellows Program, who continued her journey in public service as project coordinator for the City of New York's Young Men's Initiative. Thanks for joining us, Mabuba.
1: Thanks so much for having me. So Eva, we gave a brief overview of the Urban Fellows Program, but tell us more about the history of the program, what the fellowship experience is like, how long it lasts, and what a fellow can expect to do and experience.
2: Absolutely. So the program has been around since 1960. Um, we celebrated our 50th anniversary last year. Um, we accept 25 fellows for each cohort. Um, each cohort runs from September through mid-May. Fellows start with a three-week orientation during which they participate in a large number of trainings, team-building activities, in addition to participating in interviews for their placement at the completion of their orientation they are placed at a large number of city agencies mayor offices where they work full-time in addition to working full-time at their placements they participate in a large number of various engagement opportunities Um, we have weekly seminars where i invite um, high-level city officials and other subject subject matter experts who share their leadership experiences and expose fellows to various city initiatives. Um, They also participate in working groups. um, Depending on their interest, they might be working, let's say, on our newsletter or planning service activities for the cohort. In the past year, we also added a couple of new program components to allow for more opportunities for them to develop relationships within the cohort. Um, We added a buddy system where they are assigned to connect one-on-one with another fellow and an ambassador program where they are connected with uh, previous cohort members from various, from let's say the past five years or so. And those ambassadors serve as their mentors. So they're there to guide them through their experience, the initial sort of adjustment period, but also throughout the fellowship um, experience.
1: Thanks, Eva. I think, you know, I knew that there was teamwork and collaboration. Um, I'm so glad that there's a mentorship uh, component of it now. And I didn't even realize that it was with the city, the program has been with the city for 50 years already. So that's really awesome.
0: And uh, Mabuba, I'm so glad you joined us today because uh, your story really represents why the Urban Fellows Program is so valuable, uh, both to the fellows and to the city of New York. Um, You finished the fellowship in June and then immediately transitioned into your current position in city government. How did you initially hear about the program and what made you want to become an Urban Fellow?
3: So I initially heard about the program from my dean at Fordham University. I remember I was in my last semester at Fordham and I was looking ahead after graduation and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do yet. She had suggested that I look into fellowship programs especially as I wanted to keep learning and exploring and build my work experience at the same time and one of those fellowship programs she had recommended was the Urban Fellows program based off of my interest in studies And when I looked into the Urban Fellows Program, I really wanted to be a part of this experience as I wanted to get the specific experience working in city government while also being able to learn about the different agencies that make up our local government. And I saw it as a great way to explore my interests and learn more about what I want to continue pursuing.
0: Yeah, that's great. It's um, a wonderful partnership with uh, local colleges and, and universities. They're a great feeder for um, the program and as are schools across the country. So we're really glad you found your way into the program and we're glad that it was a meaningful experience for you. And it you know led to the career opportunity you have now.
1: So Eva, another question for you. What has been the most rewarding part of being involved with the Urban Fellows over the years? You've seen uh, many fellows come and go, but what stands out to you about the talents and abilities of our fellows?
2: There are so many parts, um, but I think the most important, um, the most rewarding one, the most important one is being able to bring in a new group of highly dedicated individuals, um, every year, and just to give them the entry path into city government, um, they're, there, they're known for their dedication, for their interest in public service, for their ambition and hard work, um, and being in the position to guide them through the fellowship and provide them the support and the mentorship that they need to succeed, um, I think for me is the most most rewarding part of it.
1: I can definitely understand that too, thanks.
0: And uh, Mabuba, what was the fellowship experience like for you? I I know you were at the Administration for Children's Services, uh, but what did you do in your role there? Um, What did you learn? And how do you think the experience benefited you?
3: The experience was very interesting. It was very difficult at first. I will say adjusting to working full-time remotely, especially during the pandemic as I'm sure it was for many other people in city government and other roles. Um, You know, I had like left college on a random Monday in March, and then all of a sudden I was working full time later in the year. So it was a bit hard at first, Um, but I really enjoyed my time there at ACS. I was in the Office of Education and Employment Initiatives, and I worked on a lot of different projects, some of which I did research on best practices and youth programs, specifically as it related to foster care youth. Um, I also worked on coordinating a lot of different programs. And one of those programs was called TechLink. And that's a STEM career pathways program for transition age youth and foster care. And I really enjoyed working on this project because I got to work with foster care youth directly, talk to them, get to know them, learn about their experiences, And from working on TechLink, I learned that I really enjoy program management and I wanted to work in a small team in a collaborative space. And working at ACS, I learned that I wanted to be in city government, specifically in program management. And this experience overall benefited me because I was exposed to so many different agencies and I was connected with a great group of people in my cohort, even though it was all virtual. We took the time to really get to know each other and try to meet up when we could outdoors and a great group of people. And I still talk to them to
0: this day. Wow, that's incredible that you transitioned from school to this position in March of 2020. You really couldn't have had a more difficult time to do that, I guess. Um, but, you know, I'm glad you, you know, had that connection with your, your fellows, uh, other fellows and with your your colleagues. And, you know, something you, you described a lot of, it sounds like really meaningful work that you were doing. And one thing I, I tell a lot of people when they're considering working in city government is, I think, unlike a lot of positions in the private sector, when you come into city government, you get a lot of responsibilities early on and you have a chance to grow quickly. So. I'm glad you, you know, had such meaningful work and it it kept you, you know, kept your interest in public service and wanting to stay working for the city. That's really cool.
1: Eva, I know uh, many urban fellows have, like Mabuba, have gone on to careers in city government and even risen to senior roles. In fact, Mayor de Blasio was an urban fellow himself, and that's how he got his start in city government. What is it about the fellowship experience or about the fellows themselves that lead so many of them to go on to successful careers in public service in New York City and elsewhere? I think it's a combination
2: of the fellow experience and the individuals that the program attracts. Um, I think the cohort model provides them with a built-in support network. Um, they go through the same experiences as other individuals in the cohort. Initially, during the first three weeks of the orientation, they spend a lot of time together, which allows them for relationship building and bonding. Um, but I think they also provide a a lot of support, not only through the program, but, but their placements as, as well. So it's the combination of the cohort support, the program support, and the placement support as well. Um, and it's definitely the reputation the program has and the kind of people it attracts. Um, there are people that are committed very much committed to public service. I think every year I am so impressed by the quality of applications we receive. Um, They're young individuals who are dedicated to serving others. And that dedication is very much expressed through their internships, service activities, and other projects.
1: Thanks. I, As you were talking, I was just thinking that, you know, I wish every job could be set up the way the urban fellows program is set up because it seems like the success comes from just like you said, all of that support from colleagues um, getting an opportunity to, you know, uh, weigh into your placement and again, the mentorship and, and everything. And then they have each other throughout the program and the resources. So Um, It's really awesome. Anybody who's listening, you got to do more of that in your in your jobs as well. (laughs) Thanks, Eva. Mabuba, I have a question for you. When you became an Urban Fellow, did you see yourself continuing to work in government or public service? How did you end up uh, transitioning to your role with the Young Men's Initiative? And what does your day to day look like in that position?
3: Well, I always knew I wanted to be in a job where I was providing support to young people in some way. And when I had applied to the Urban Fellows Program, I honestly wasn't sure whether or not that would be through working in government. All I knew at the time was that I had an interest and I wanted to see what could come of it. Uh, And towards the end of my fellowship experience, I started to look ahead at what my next role could be. And in my placement, I learned a lot about what I liked, but I also learned about what I didn't like. And one of the things I learned I really liked was program management through my experience working on the TechLink program that I mentioned. And both Eva and one of my supervisors at ACS sent over two separate job postings at the Young Men's Initiative. And one of them was for a project coordinator role. And I thought, oh, my God, this is perfect. This is what I want to do. And at first, I did not feel like I was qualified for the role. I didn't have as many years of experience that they were asking for. And I wasn't sure, like, would they even take me? But you know what? I thought I'll just apply and I'll see what happens. And I ended up getting the job, which I was very happy about. I was very excited that even though I doubted myself, I still applied anyways. And I love my new role as project coordinator at Young Men's Initiative so much. It's very exciting. And no day is really the like the same, you know, sometimes things can be slow and other times it feels like so much is happening at once. And I feel like you could really say that for most city government jobs, it really varies from day to day. Um, and it's a small team that's very collaborative, which is exactly what I wanted in my next role. And in terms of like the different things that I work on, I support and I work alongside the executive director at YMI, Jordan Stocktail on many different projects. And one of the things that we recently worked on is we published the 2021 disparity report. And this was in and this was in partnership with the Center for Innovation Through Data Intelligence. And it was an update to the 2016 Disparity Report. So there's a lot of great interesting data in that. And I was really happy to be a part of it. Um, it's related to education, economic stability, health, well-being, and youth justice for young people in the city. Um, so I really like that I was able to be a part of such a big project like that, but also be a part of projects in many different areas than health, education, et cetera, at Wymont. Thanks,
1: Mabuba. I'm so glad that you believed in yourself and went for that job, despite thinking, you know, everything that you were thinking, you didn't have the experience. And, and, you know, obviously they saw that you, you know, that you did, and, um, it's so great that. You're a part of a program, you know, with uh, equity being the buzzword right now. Just the fact that they worked on that disparity report and that you were a part of it is really, really big for the city. So I'm so glad you're there. And um, I'm proud of the work that YMI is doing as well. As we're recording today on November 1st, applications are currently open for next year's cohort of the Urban Fellows. What would you say to someone who is thinking about becoming a fellow and what advice would you have for them?
3: Well, if you're thinking of becoming a fellow, I definitely recommend applying. It's such a great learning experience and you'll have the opportunity to work at a city agency, oftentimes with very little experience. And that's what's so great about the Urban Fellows Program. You'll get the opportunity to work at a city agency in the city that you may not be able to work at without the fellowship program and you'll be able to get your foot in the door and be part of an expansive alumni network and build your own network. And in terms of advice, I would say go outside of your comfort zone, say yes a lot more than you say no, say yes to coffee chats, outdoor events, difficult projects. You know, as I look back at my experience, the one thing I would change is I would say yes a lot more to opportunities that came my way, even if I was afraid.
1: That's such great advice. Uh, Opportunities, networking, and believing in yourself and saying yes when you feel that. Even if you feel if you can't, just say yes and go for it. Thanks.
0: And uh, Eva, as uh, Belinda mentioned, uh, applications for Urban Fellows uh, are currently open and run through January 14th. If someone's interested in applying or just learning more about the program, how do they get more information?
2: They are, of course, more than welcome to reach out to us directly if they would like to chat more about the program. We have all of our application instructions posted and the application link posted on our website, which is nyc.gov slash urbanfellows. Um, We are also planning with the current cohort um, application webinars. So more information to come on that. We started doing them a couple of years ago, and they're typically hosted by current cohorts and allow, them, they'll allow opportunities for applicants to ask questions and learn more about the application process. Um, we also have a strong relationship with the Alumni Association. So if anyone wants to be connected with Urban Fellows Alumni, um, they should definitely reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to connect them with the Alumni Association.
0: Thanks so much, Eva. I I know there is a really wonderful uh, alumni network uh, for the Urban Fellows program. I know across city government, there are a lot of senior officials who first started out as as an Urban Fellow. So, um, you know, and then like was mentioned, Mayor de Blasio himself was an Urban Fellow. So it's definitely a great uh, learning experience and could be a launchpad for a lot of uh, a lot of great things in city government. So I want to thank both of our guests for joining us today. Uh, The Urban Fellows Program is one of the premier programs the city runs, and we're so proud of our role with it here at DCAS. Uh, Eva, we appreciate everything that you do to make it a success. And Mabubai, I'm glad you had such a positive experience, and I hope you continue your journey in public service for, for many years to come.
3: Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This was a great discussion.
1: Thank you both so much for being here today. This was a great discussion. I agree wholeheartedly uh, with Mabuba. So thank you so much.
0: Well, I really love this program. Uh, working in government is more than just a job. It's, it's about serving others and improving the lives of your fellow New Yorkers. And this program, as much as any, taps into people who have a passion for public service and who are really mission-driven.
1: Absolutely. I agree. It's so important to create pathways for people are eager to serve and make a difference. It's a win-win because the city attracts talented emerging leaders and the fellows have such a great opportunity to learn and launch their careers.
0: No doubt. This program is great all around. So once again, if you're interested in becoming an Urban Fellow or know someone who might be, be sure to check out nyc.gov slash urbanfellows to apply or to get more information.
1: As always, we want to thank all of our listeners for joining us. If you enjoyed our conversation, make sure you like and subscribe to Inside Citywide on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review helps other listeners find our podcast. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Thank you for listening to Inside Citywide. Inside Citywide is brought to you by the New York City Department of Citywide Administrative Services and is produced by Michael Santos. To learn more about DCAS, visit our website at nyc.gov DCAS and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at NYCDCAS.